June 23rd, 1991. Sonic the Hedgehog is released for the Mega Drive. The release takes the world by storm and turns Sega and Sonic Team into serious competitors in the console market. 26 years later, and we're here to tell the story. Trivia, discussions, opinions, and the chance to have your say. Welcome to the Topical Resort. Indeed, welcome back to the Topical Resort for another week. I am always, as as always, I am your host, Viper, and today we'll be looking through the Sonic the Hedgehog series, or more specifically, I want to talk about our history, as well as your history with the franchise. But another year older, and the game's become more and more dated. <laughs> and today, as I said, 26th birthday. Big deal. Not as big as the 25th birthday, but it's still a pretty big deal. But, um, yeah... I don't really have too much else to say aside from enjoy the cake, all that good stuff. And we're going to start off with a little remix. So, from the Sweet Dream short film, this is main theme of Sweet Dream, right here on Topical Resort.
that may be a little bit too quiet. Let's turn it up a bit. I wasn't anticipating how quiet this track would be. So anyway, welcome back to Topical Result. What you just heard there was from Sonic the Hedgehog CD. That was the Palm Tree Panic Good Future Mix from the Japanese version of the game. For that, from the Sweet Dream short film, that was the main theme of Sweet Dream. And, well, how do we start this off, I guess? With... Uh, why don't I explain my history? I think that's a good way to start the show. So, um, my history starts back on the Master System, actually. Yeah, you wouldn't expect me to say that one. Um, because I'm currently, as I know it, the youngest host on Radio Sega. In fact, I know. I don't need to say as I know it, because I know. But, um, yeah, and it's surprising that my history starts on the Master System, considering that's a bit before my time, but it was my first console. And that was where I got to play Sonic the Hedgehog 1, which is... As far as I can remember, it's my earliest memory, actually playing Sonic 1, it's quite strange. But I, re I remember enjoying the game, I could never clear Green Hill, but it's like, <laughs> cherished memories I guess, I don't know. Um, then after that, um, I think really the next time I played Sonic was on the Wii, I just assumed there was a huge gap between um, the Master System and Unleashed. But um, I found the Virtual Console on the Wii, and I started playing through the... Um, the game's through there, so like Sonic 1, 2, and 3. Yeah, started playing through Sonic 1, 2, and 3, and I also got to play the Must System games that I didn't get to play on real hardware, like Sonic Chaos. I don't know why I didn't have that one, but I didn't. So I got to play stuff like that, and then after that, Unleashed came out. Didn't really care for Unleashed when I first played it, that's because I was playing the Wii version. Later, when I got the Xbox 360 version, which was a long while after getting my Xbox for some reason, I um, decided. Sure, uh, why not get the 360 version and absolutely love the heck out of Unleashed. But, um, before I got Unleashed, I played Generations for the 360, and that was the game that I think made me want to go back through the series. Actually, no, before I had Generations, I had um, Sonic Adventure DX, which is my favourite game of all time, and I was actually playing through that today, because, you know, got to play it on June 23rd. But yeah, I was playing through that. And um, after that was Generations. Then Generations made me go like, I want to go back and play through all the games. So I got myself a GameCube and played the rest of the games that I couldn't play, like Sonic Adventure 2, Heroes. Obviously I didn't play everything, but I played most of the stuff I missed. And um, then after that I got into my whole retro phase and started collecting tons of consoles. And nowadays can play everything on real hardware, no emulators involved, no emulated versions on other consoles, I get all that fun stuff, I guess. But yeah, um, after Generations, it just inspired me to go back through the series, and I, I'm really glad I did, because I got to try out a lot of games that I wouldn't have otherwise, because I would have skipped over them, because, you know, being a young child, you don't always go back to stuff that you missed. So I guess, yeah, that's really my history. As I've said, I want to know your history, but I will be asking you that a bit later on, either during the Discord call-in or in another segment. But for now, I think I'm going to play some more music unless chat has anything to say. Um, Jamie says, you're the youngest host on RS. What about PT Suckass? Uh, no, PT is uh, like slightly older than me, but still. Anyway, um, yeah, so I'm going to play some music. So, since I talked this, since I talked about Sonic 1-8-Bit being my first game, I thought, why not play one of the most memorable songs from it? And also, the... the this was the one I seem to remember, um, not getting stuck on the most, but I used to watch my dad play, and I can't remember who else, but I think it was just my dad, but yeah, I enjoyed watching, because I couldn't play the game, 
And um, he always got up to Jungle Zone. And I love the music, but it, it looks super difficult. Now, obviously, it's easy, but still. Anyway, this is Jungle Zone from Sonic 1 8 bit, right here on Radio Sega.
next, Request Resort. Send your request relating to the topic of the episode in a tweet to at Radio Sega or the Green Viper 8. Or send it in a Discord DM to Green Viper 8 through our Discord server at radiose.ga forward slash Discord. Hasty History. Uh, that was a lot quicker than I was expecting that. Um that jingle twin so they both just sort of uh, blended into each other but um, yeah, good, good, good job anyway so we just heard from Sonic the Hedgehog 1 16 bit that was Labyrinth Zone and before that from Sonic the Hedgehog 8 bit that was Jungle Zone uh, I mentioned this in the chat but Sonic 1 both versions might have like one of my favourite Sonic soundtracks ever just so good but both of them uh, it's easily my favourite classic Sonic soundtrack which Jamie always disagrees with me with, and many people do, because Sonic 3 and Knuckles is the best game of <laughs> I do think Sonic 3 and Knuckles is the best game, but I, I prefer the soundtrack to Sonic 1. It's just so funky and jazzy, and it, it's always like sort of very upbeat, whereas Sonic 3 and Knuckles, I don't know, like sometimes... It doesn't like get you up and going like Sonic 1 soundtrack does sometimes, which is always really cool. Yeah, but anyway, um, speaking of not very cool, it's time for Hasty History, the segment where we go over the history of a franchise as quickly as possible. So that's why I'm speaking really slowly, of course, but um, yeah, obviously this entire episode is history, but this one's hasty, so um, it's different, and we'll just be looking at the franchise, so rather than our own experience with the franchise. So, Sonic the Hedgehog. The first game was released on June 23rd, 1991. No duh. However, his first appearance wasn't in Sonic 1. It was in Radmobile. And, um... Where is Radmobile? Oh, his first official appearance was in Radmobile. Because he did have another appearance, but I'm trying to look up the release date because I forgot to write it down. Um... Radmobile was released January 1991, released on the Sega Saturn as Gale Racer. Um, however, there was another um, there was another game that featured Sonic, I believe, before Gale Racer. I'm not sure, but I know this was like the first. I know this was one of the first appearances of Sonic. I don't know. Um, yeah, so according to Wikipedia, this game is assumed to be the first appearance, albeit unlicensed, of Sonic the Hedgehog for a home game's format, with that game being The Adventures of Quick and Silver for the Amiga, um, which was developed by the new bits on the RAM, which is a... Um, I can't think what it's called, but it's an alias. That's it, an alias for Factor 5, who developed the Star Wars Rogue Squadron games, as well as many other famous games. Perhaps because they needed the quick and silver? Nah, okay, I'll see myself out. But anyway, uh, getting on with the history. Uh, it's still Sega's first true mascot up to this day, with not really having a mainstay mascot aside from Sonic. I mean, is Football Manager a mascot? I don't think he is. The closest they ever got to having another mascot was probably either Knights or I.I. from Super Monkey Ball. Um, yeah, none of them have just been meant as memorable as Sonic, quite frankly, even though I love myself some Knights. The last Sonic game on a Sega console was Sonic Adventure 2 on June 18th, 2001, almost 10 years after his first appearance. The first uh, the first game on a non-Sega console was Sonic Advance for the Game Boy Advance in 2001, 
with SA2 Battle, I believe, coming the same year in Japan. Um, and that's hasty history. <laughs> that's, that's all she wrote, I guess. But um, as you were, as you were reminded just a second ago, uh, is now time for the request resort. And what is request resort? That's a good question. Basically, you can request any music relating to the topic of the episode through a tweet at Radio Sega or the Green Viper 8, or send us a, or send me a message in a Discord DM through radiose.gf/discord. I'm Green Viper 8. Yes, I literally did just read out my entire um, uh, ident. It's not even an ident because I don't have music in the background because I'm an idiot. But um, yeah, basically, if you want to request something relating to Sonic, go right ahead. Send me a tweet. Send me a PM. Also, during this time, I should probably mention, for some reason I made the show an email. It's just topicalresort at gmail.com, because having a professional email address requires me to buy a domain name called Topical Resort, and quite frankly, I can't be bothered. And I also have to pay a nice hefty fee to Google every month if I want to use said domain name in my um, email. So I'm not paying like £24 a month for an email which no one will use. So it's a Gmail address. Deal with it. But, um... Ah, sorry, Jamie is right. Uh, Sonic's first game on a non-Sega console was Sonic Pocket Adventure on the Neo Geo Pocket Color. I forgot that that was a game, but, um... Um, that's not exactly the wording I meant, but, like... Um... Sorry. <laughs> no, mine has gone blank, but like, um, I meant like the first Sonic game on a non-Sega console after the Sega consoles had been like, you know, uh, after the Sega consoles had gone defunct, but like, yeah, Jamie is right, the first non-Sonic, oh, sorry, the first Sonic game on a non-Sega console was Sonic Pocket Adventure, so I guess I can ramble about that in the meantime. Um, so, um, also talk about, um... I can't even speak. Um, Sonic Mania, a vinyl release, um, was finally confirmed today. And it's being made by Data Discs, not IM8Bit. And if you know anything about Res Infinite, IM8Bit is a horrible name, which is why I'm glad it's not being made by them. So, it's Data Discs. They've done a lot of retro Sega games on vinyl in the past. A very good company. Very high quality products. And um, on their SoundCloud, they actually teased the final version of Studioopolis that will appear in-game. Which uh, is up on our Twitter feed, and I believe um, Kappa posted it in our chat earlier. But I'm not going to be playing it, because as I mentioned before, I have played Studioopolis two times in three weeks, and quite frankly, I think you'd get sick of it if you heard it another time. Um, Scary Red says, I keep forgetting that Fighters Mega Mix on that is a thing, in reference to the game.com. I'm oh, sorry, Gamecom, because for some reason there's a dot there, but you don't pronounce it. But, Sega made quite a few games for that, didn't they, if I remember correctly. All of them are awful, because the game.com is an awful device that you should never use. But, yeah, uh, they did support it for some reason. Uh, they, and Scary Red also said, I thought it was Sonic Jam on the game.com in reference to the first one and um I will look up the release dates but like um I'm not sure uh Sonic Jam Game Com there is music for this there is surprisingly a soundtrack 
Uh, Sonic Jam Gamecom. 1998. I believe Sonic Pocket Adventure was 1996. If I remember correctly, I could be wrong, but I think it was. Oh, no, it was 1999, making Sonic Jam the first non Sega game. Yeah, I keep getting a lot of uh, mixed responses. I blame you people for this. But, um. At this point, I'm just stalling for time because, um. No requests. Um, I will stick one of my own in there just to fill the space for the meantime. I feel like I played this the other day, although maybe I didn't. Not on my show, I feel like I played this on Hidden Palace, but I could be wrong. Let me look up my notes for that show, because I have some time. Some cold, hard time. Yeah, Jamie, you did send me mine today. That would be correct. I did play this on Hidden Palace. Okay, then I will choose something newer. Um, unless somebody else obviously has something to request, which they do. Uh, links are spoopy. I don't care, Discord. Let. Ah! No, it attacked my ears already. That was quick. Um, I don't want to save a video, I want to save audio. Thank you. Um. We'll just call this that. Actually, I'm kind of glad you requested this 20 because I, I do sort of like this song. So, uh, oh, I bet it's not going to be tagged, so I will tag it. But if not, uh, oh, it is actually tagged. That's quite nice, except not tagged correctly, admittedly, because um, it's tagged the way an album should be. But. I will do that. Um, there we go. And twenty wants another track, maybe. Um, I'll see if we have any spare slots in a second. Oh, we have seen a, a wild eclipse in the chat. Hello, eclipse. Welcome back. You were quite a regular listener from the uh, Dreamcast Hour, and it's nice to see you back. And especially since, you know, we haven't seen your face in a while. Eh. That's quite weird, actually. Never mind. Ignore me. For some reason, Sega Nerds liked our tweet about it being the Request Resort. So, um, yeah. Sega Nerds promote Request Resort. You heard it right here, folks. Um, yeah, I should be concentrating on importing the track so this talk bed doesn't go on for ages. Um, while I remember, Eclipse, do you have any form of Sonic-related request that you would like to hear? Um, that'll do, and then I'll import 20's other track in a second. Um, that's good. Oh, I already had it in here, apparently. But, there we go. I had it all along, I was just faking, faking. Um, come on. Open link. Yeah, I'll pause you, be quiet, thank you. Oh, I'll put it in the same folder because I'm just way too lazy to put in another folder apparently. Oh, what a boring talk, but I apologise people. I feel like I have this album as well, although I could be wrong. Um, 
Okay, I do have that one actually. Yes, I won't need to import that as well. That is good. Oh, good enough. Uh, Twenty says I still remember the Sonic Stadium has a database of Sonic theme soundtracks. Uh, Eclipse says, "How about it doesn't matter from Sonic Adventure One?" I'm sorry, that is already in the playlist. I already thought of that one. Haha. <laughs> but yeah, because I quite like that song myself. It's a nice song. I can't deny it. But if you have another one, um, I guess feel free to send it to me while the music's on. But for now, I'm going to roll it because I can understand people are probably incredibly bored. So um, we're going to start off with a request, obviously from Jamie, Mr. Wonderman, because it's obvious it was Jamie, Mr. Wonderman. This is my excuse to go off and grab a drink because I don't want to listen to this track again. So from Sonic 3 Complete, this is Ice Cap Zone Act 2 PC version, right here on Topical Resort. Request Resorts.
to the topical resort what you just heard there was they call me sonic from they call me sonic as requested by mr social aka twinny before that was a request from sarah rose 96 that was from sonic mania or more specifically it was from hyper potions that was time trials also known as the pre-order trailer theme <coughs> and before that obviously it was from jamie mr wonderman aka pete kickass aka green vibrate he has a lot of names that was from Sonic 3 Complete, that was Ice Cap Zone Act 2 PC version remixed to the Mega Drive sound chip. And it's not half bad, honestly, because it's not Ice Cap, it's a different song, okay? But yes, um, 
I've got two things planned for this segment. Either I can run through my opinions on some games, and I have really bad opinions on Sonic games, or you guys can get in touch with me on your history, which you can do through the Discord, through the Facebook page, through my own email, which is topicalresort.gmod.com, or through, yeah, through Twitter, Discord, Facebook, or email. They're the four ways you can get in touch with me, but yes. Um, Eclipse says... Are requests still open? Um, requests can be open if you want them to be open. I can slot something in later in the show, maybe. But yes, go right ahead, I guess. But currently, I think I'm going to get up a list of main series games. So, main series Sonic games list. So I can disgust you with my horrible, horrible opinions on Sonic the Hedgehog. So, um, yeah, I don't want the history, I want the games. I want the games. Why am I on the Sonic Wiki? Why am I on the Sonic Wiki, damn it. But Sonic Knuckles Chaotix is not a notable game. Why is that on the list? Yeah, I don't want like a massive list from Wikipedia. So we will go to game FAQs. Okay, that seems good enough. So Sonic the Hedgehog 1. Uh, I really like Sonic the Hedgehog 1. Like, it's pretty... It's like... I quite like it, but I don't think it's an amazing game. Like, I do think the other two in the trilogy are better, but it's really fun and quite fluid, and it's quite quick as well. That's one of the things I think a Sonic game should be. It shouldn't drag on for too long. It shouldn't be too short. It's like the right sort of length. Like, less than an hour, about 45 minutes. Same with Sonic 2, except... I'd, um... Um, okay, that was a weird noise outside, but, um, Sonic 2, uh, it feels like a very safe sequel, which is weird, because Sonic 1 was such an unsafe game, it was like pushing the boundaries of what you could do with gaming. Sonic 2 was like, hey, we're going to play it safe so we can earn some money, and yeah, it does feel like that, it doesn't really, like, do anything too new, like, it adds a spin dash and tails, whoa, but, like, it doesn't add anything too new in the gameplay department, the stage design com- department, it's just sort of like... Very safe sequel, which Sonic CD and the game after that isn't. Sonic CD, this is my actual favourite classic. I love this game. I love this game to bits. One of my favourite Sonic soundtracks. Um, I love the level design. I love the aesthetic of the game. I love the way it looks. I love the way it sounds. I love everything about it. Uh, Everyone says that level design is a bit all over the place with, which is what I would agree. I would agree that the level design is a bit all over the place, but I like that. Like, I really like Wacky Workbench, because I'm absolutely insane. Uh, Jamie says... What about Sonic 2, adding the 3D special stages? Um, they're a pain. That's not particularly revolutionary, though, I'd argue. Like, you know, adding... Like, the spin dash is sort of revolutionary, but you know, like... Sonic 3 Knuckles feels like it pushes the bar a lot more. Like, it continues right where Sonic 1 left off, you know, it's like... Pushing the boundaries of what we can do with a Sonic game. Sonic 2 is just sort of like, oh, guys, we added Tails, we added a spin dash, we added new special stages, but it's the same game, but like just slightly different, okay? But Sonic 3 Knuckles, I'm gonna get onto that one. I really like this game, um, as I said, picked right off where Sonic uh, 1 left off. Um, it's. In terms of level design, I think it's the best game. Music is very good. I think it's... 
uh, where would I rate it? Probably third after Sonic 1, then Sonic CD, and then comes Sonic 3 Knuckles, then Sonic 2. Um, I'd recommend this as a starting point to the series, honestly, for new fans. I think this is a very good place to start. It's the best of the classics, very well polished, which the other two really weren't. Oh, the other two were polished, but like, this one, like, very polished. Like, they spent a lot of time just perfecting this one, I think. Uh, Eclipse says, Sonic 2 is actually my favourite Sonic game. I hear a lot of people say Sonic 2 is their favourite Sonic game, and I don't have an issue with that. I do like the game, it's just... It's everything that Sonic 1 wasn't. It was, like, Sonic 1 was meant to push the boundaries of what was acceptable in gaming, and what was the new standard, and Sonic 2 just sort of can, like... Just sort of picks right up where Sonic 1 was, but I think it is still a very fun game. I just sort of wish they'd done more with it, and I think I would have enjoyed it a lot more. Uh, Sonic 4. Awful game, awful game, but so I like Sonic 4 Episode 2, but Sonic 4 Episode 1 feels like a really bad iOS clone of Sonic 1, which is exactly what it is. Uh, as for the music, I can actually say positive stuff about the music. I really like the music, it's just butchered by awful instruments that sound like dying cats and ducks. Uh, no, we will not be playing any. Uh, tough luck. But... Sonic 4 Episode 2, I think, improved a lot in the gameplay department. Like, the gameplay felt a lot more fluid, and it had original mechanics, something which the first game didn't have. It also had original levels, and original level design. Once again, something the first game was lacking. I'd recommend you check out Sonic 4 Episode 2 if you can find it cheap, but Sonic 4 Episode 1, I would say, probably not worth your time. Wait for Mania. Uh, Sonic Adventure! I could gush about this game for hours and 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 hours. I love this game. It's my favourite game of all time. Um, uh, the story is just so great. There's something about the story which I think has never really been matched. Like a big world-scale destruction. Sonic and his friends must save it. you got to go on this adventure all around the world. Um, the level design is really fun. The controls feel nice and fluid. It feels like a classic Sonic game in 3D. Awesome music. Uh, I could just gush over this game for hours. Uh, I'd really like to hear some of your opinions on some of these games as well. Um, um, after that is Sonic Adventure 2. What a downgrade. Uh, I know people love this game and this is so many people's favourite game of all time. I, I just don't personally like it. It's... Uh, I feel like it just takes every aspect of Sonic Adventure and makes it worse. The shooting levels, the treasure hunting levels, the speed levels, I just sort of feel like they're all downgrades, like they... The speed levels do improve some things, but like everything else just feels like they copied Sonic Adventure 1 but just made it worse. I do like the final story, because the final story has a really intriguing plot, but like the rest of the game I just couldn't care about. But... Like... It's a well-made game, I just feel like it downgrades on everything that I love so much about the original. The hub worlds are gone, the adventure aspect's gone, like, you go to the same three zones over and over again, like, just, uh, I don't know. Uh, it's a good game, fundamentally, I just don't personally like it that much. Sonic Heroes mix things about this, on one hand, it's way too difficult, and people are like, it's an easy game, yeah, it is an easy game, but the level design is just so stupid at points, like, it's just not fun to play some stages. And the good soundtrack, as you can say for most of these games, but gameplay can get very mixed. Sometimes the team mechanic works really well, other times it feels forced. 
all that sort of stuff. Sonic 06, awful game, you all know this. Good soundtrack, as I can say for most of these. Um, the Sonic levels can be fun, but for the most part it just feels like a bad copy of Sonic Adventure. They seem to be good at making bad copies of good games, don't they? Yeah. Um, Sonic Unleashed, this is my second favourite Sonic game, because it takes everything that I love about the first adventure, packs it all into one package and just improves it. It just feels like an actual adventure too, like it feels like a proper sequel rather than another game. Um, yeah, the hub world, like, I know people didn't like the Werehog as well, and um, I know people didn't like the Werehog, but that's easily overlooked in my opinion, even though it takes up quite a lot of the game. Uh, and Sonic Generations, it final return to four. I don't know, sorry, Sonic Colors is first. You're right, Sonic Colors. Um, Sonic Colors, it's probably my favourite boost game. Um, obviously, it designed the aesthetic of my show with the whole tropical resort level forming topical resort. Um, the level, the level, like. Not level design in terms of the way the level's structured, but like the designs of the levels, like the way they look, is my favourite of any Sonic game. Just all the levels, like the theme park, the theme park aesthetic is just so cool. Like theme parks have always like been my favourite sort of levels in games. So like when there's an entire game based around them and they're just so colourful and bright and filled with fun, you just can't help but smile. Uh, Sonic Generations, uh, this is like return to form for the series. It takes all the good parts of Colours and all the good parts of Unleashed, melds them into one, adds some new mechanics, brings back old levels, heaps of fun all around. Finally, brings us to Sonic Lost World, a guilty pleasure game for me because I know it's not a very good game, but I like the level design, I like the parkour, I like the spin dashing, I like the l way the levels look, the music's very good. Overall, I think it's a very fun game, but it's definitely a lot not perfect and I think they could have used another game with parkour to truly perfect it. So what are your opinions on some of these Sonic games? I'm going to be reading some of them out, but I want to know. What are your favourite Sonic games? What is your history of the franchise? I will be sure to read some of them out. So let me go from back through the chat. Uh, Jamie's having a go at me for bad-mouthing Sonic 06. Eclipse says, I may like Sonic CD more than Sonic 1, and that's fairly common I think from most people I hear. Um, Jamie says you're calling Sonic 3 polished despite being rushed at the end. Yeah, but it's not like noticeably rushed. Like, the game doesn't show being rushed, if that makes sense. Um, like, obviously from a code aspect it does, but like, the average player can really tell just based off like what they're playing there was rushed. Uh, Eclipse says I agree Sonic 4 1 isn't very good. Sonic 4 Episode 1 isn't very good. Jamie says it's the best game, second best game ever being his sarcastic self. Sonic 06 being number one. Very Tech shows up with his usually wha just wackiness, I guess. Uh, Jamie says, I like SA2 because it's the end. Very Tech says, I can't finish the final story in SA2. Is that because you're playing the Dreamcast version, perhaps? Because that um, one in three copies glitch where you just fall through the floor, or is it just that you suck? I'm going to go with you suck, but personally, um, it was just a guess. Uh, stop talking bad about Sonic 06 because it's just such a great game. I just do love Sonic 06. I don't like Silver Art and Shadow, but the Sonic levels I quite enjoy. If I'm honest, ah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Eclipse says I haven't played Unleashed yet, but I'm looking forward to it. I would highly recommend it. Just go in prepared, knowing that you may be spending a long time in the Warhog levels. Um, Sonic Lost World, aka Super Sonic Galaxy, and. Um, 
Uh, I don't, how, do, how do I respond to that? It's, yes, okay, it is a copy of Super Mario Galaxy, but a very fun copy of Super Mario Galaxy. Uh, Veritex says, I do suck and do fall to the floor. I'm guessing that means you have a glitched copy, in which case, haha, sucks to be you. Uh, in the meantime, I will check Twitter. And... Um, that really seems... Yeah, I think that's about it, because I want to get on because I want to make sure we have as much time for the Discord calling as possible, because I want to talk to you people. So I'm going to play a track from Sonic 3D Blast, the Mega Drive version, aka the better version of Sonic 3D Blast. So, from Sonic 3D Blast, the Mega Drive version, this is Rusty Ruin Zone Act 1.
Tropical Resort, only on Radio Sega.
Topical Thesis. And once again, for the one millionth time, welcome back to the Topical Resort right here on Radio Sega. So what you just heard there was from Sonic and the Black Knight. That was Misty Lake. What you're also hearing here is also from Sonic and the Black Knight, rather ironically. But um, before that, from Sonic and Knuckles, that was... Oh, so- sorry, Sonic and Knuckles remix. That was Death Egg Zone 80s remix, Rockin' Death Egg, as requested by Eclipse in the chat. And I felt a bit bad because she did request... Or asked to request something earlier, and I forgot. And also... I'm pretty sure she didn't even send me a message, I'm sorry. <laughs> but anyway, before that um, was from Sonic 3D, that was Rusty Ruin Zone 1. But now we are going to be going through the topical thesis of the week, as we were told by our lovely voiceover announcer. So, uh, as always, our topical thesis is rather negative, because uh, when are our opinions on Sega not negative as a community, because we're awful people. Uh, is Sonic the Hedgehog no longer important to Sega? That is the question I will ask today. So, as always, we have three points for or three points against, and then come to a justified conclusion as to whether I agree or disagree with the statement. The statement can come from my own opinion, or it can come from around the Sega community. So, one of my points for the argument is... Um, I got this the wrong way around. Apologies. Um... Yeah, I got these the wrong way around, so I'll be reading these out of order. Um, so, a point four. The games haven't been selling well in recent years. Yeah, obvious one. Sonic Boom Rise of Lyric sold like 500,000 copies. Uh, yeah, that's a quite obvious answer. If games have been selling, if games haven't been selling well, then surely Sega has no interest because they're a company. They need money. They don't need franchises. What are they? Oh, the quality of the games has dropped dropped many times in the past but seems to be on the rise not just with the whole rise of lyric uh, drama situation no because the quality of the games whether you whether you enjoy the games or not the quality of the games has dipped quite a few times most notably being from off from sonic 3 after oh, after sonic 3 up until sonic adventure obviously there was a gap in quality games and then well i i like heroes and i like shadow but um from Heroes till about Sonic Unleashed, even though they're good games, the, the quality wasn't there compared to old games, I guess. But yeah, th- they seem to be on a rise, obviously, with Sonic Mania, and people are obviously very negative on Sonic Forces, because that's the way the Sonic community is. But still, um, the quality seems to be on the rise again after a few years of dipping. Uh, add Sega of Europe has more profitable and well-known franchises. I say Sega of Europe specifically because they have all their strategy games, their micromanagements, and all your in-app purchases and all that. They have all that. Uh, points against. Sonic has been one of the most recognisable video game characters for 25 years now, and it seems illogical to drop him. This one's fairly obvious. Like, why drops such a well-known character? The brand recognition is one of the most important things for a video game or a product in general, so if you have an incredibly recognised character, why dropping it? That would be like if Disney just dropped Mickey Mouse because he made like one, or they made like one film which bombed. It makes no sense to drop him now if he's the only thing people recognise Sega for. Although then again, most people think Sonic's Nintendo, so uh, who really knows? Uh, Sonic has had great games in the past and set an example that many games followed. How many games tried to copy the Son- Sonic formula during the Mega Drive game or the Mega Drive days? Quite a lot. Surely, if it's that influential of a game, uh, it's not, you know, 
no longer important to Sega, and it still is to this day. He's still like you know an icon in gaming and an icon in um, pop culture. So uh, many people follow the example that Sonic sets. Yeah, Jamie says they dropped Bubsy at one point, and he's well known. But Bubsy's well known because one, internet memes, and two, because his quality was bad. Sonic's quality was not bad. Uh, Sonic is receiving tons of publicity to due to new games currently, and could revive interest in Sega as a whole. Uh, with Sonic Mania and Sonic Forces, a lot of eyes seem to be on Sega again, which they haven't been since about Sonic Generations or even earlier. Um, with these new games, obviously, you know, Sega themselves are going to be getting attention. They can go, hey, hey guys, we exist, we can make new games. Yeah, we can make new games. Uh, Peter Kickass says, my friends think Sonic is Nintendo. All my friends think Sonic is Nintendo, because uh, they made a, a Olympic game of Mario and Sonic, therefore Mario and Sonic are best friends. No, learn your game in history. Mario and Sonic, harsh rivals up until a few years ago when... Uh, Sega, you know, are bankrupt, and uh, nobody likes nobody likes to be bankrupt. Do you? No, I don't, personally. Indeed. Um, so, our conclusion. Although Sonic has been slipping in recent years in both sales and quality, Sega's efforts to revive the dormant franchise shows me that he's still relevant to the industry as well as important to Sega. What's your opinion? Do you think Sonic Hedgehog is no longer important to Sega, or do you think he is incredibly important and we should all respect him? All hail Sonic the Hedgehog. But I, I want to know. You can send me your opinion through Discord, radiose.ga forward slash Discord. You can send me your opinion through email, which is topicalresort at gmail.com, through our Twitter, which is at Radio Sega, or through our Facebook, which is Radio Sega. And in the meantime, I'm going to be reading out a bit of Discord. Um, let's see what we got. Aside uh, from Jamie trying to troll me. Um. We got a lot of talk about Sonic 2 going on currently. Um, Peter Kicker says, when I said that, they said they don't give a crap about Sonic. I meant it. Uh, most people don't because why would you care about Sonic? Because we got bang bang shooty shooty games. Uh, Veritex says Sonic Mania will make Sonic important for sake again and bring in a lot of dollar. I definitely agree. Jamie says, uh, Sega should find a new mascot, maybe Majima. But Majima isn't iconic enough. He is iconic. Because, you know, I, nothing spells iconic like um, crazy Japanese character who is, uh, you know, outcast from the Yakuza. But, uh, or Alex Kidd. Uh, Alex Kidd would not be a good mascot because, quite frankly, his games suck. I mean, what? I don't know. I feel like I don't feel like Alex Kidd would really catch on like Sonic did. He just doesn't have the broad appeal that Sonic does. Sonic can appeal to any market. Whereas I don't think Alex Kidd can. I think he's a very sort of Japanese character. Uh, as al as as always, and quite obviously, Tardis says Sagata Sanjiro. Sega Sata Sega Sanjiro was at one point. Sega's mascot in Japan, I believe, but uh, he wouldn't really catch on here, and especially since, you know, the Sega Saturn's dead. But anyway, um, in the meantime, be sure to send over your opinions on the Twitter feed through um, other places, I guess. Through all the other places I listed out, and I'm going to play some more music in the meantime. So, I'm going to play something from Sonic Advance. From Sonic Advance, this is Egg Rocket Zone, right here on Topical Resort.
Missed an episode and want to catch up? Want to re-educate yourself on the topic of a previous show? Download our podcast from the Radio Sega Media section. Subscribe to us on iTunes or stream the show through Stitcher. Discord Call-In Notice how I made sure we had tons of time for the Discord calling this week, so, you know, we actually have a good 20 minutes here to talk to you people. So, what do you need to do? You need to join the Chill Out Voice Room on our Discord server, and from there, just do some stuff, I guess. Uh, and from there, you have a chance of being put on the show. Who knows? That's better. So. I did say it was really controversial, yes, 20, but I also uh, didn't realise that it made me look as if I hated Sonic, so, um, you know. Um, so, in the chat we actually had an opinion from Eclipse, which I meant to read out. So, Eclipse says, Sonic is definitely still important. Many people know Sega, many people know of Sega because of Sonic. Also, I think that Sonic is the first thing that comes to mind when people mention Sega. Removing him would cause, would cause them to lose a lot of business. If Sega chose a different mascot, they would choose Knights, Joe Musashi from Shinobi, or Rista. They were actually originally going to replace Sonic with Rista as their mascot, so it would be interesting if they chose him. I would definitely agree. I think I'd definitely like to see how Sega would have went if they did pick a different mascot, but I don't think they will. And it would be a irre- not relevant. It would be a illogical choice at this point to uh, change Sonic. And we also had an opinion in on the Twitter, uh, which was you know yeah, quite to the point. Um, is it still there? Because I can't see it. Uh, yeah. Okay. So. From the VGM lover at Angus VGM, it was Sonic Mania and Sonic Forces coming in 2017. Dumb. Yeah, it was a pretty dumb opinion, but it's not my opinion because I don't think Sonic's irrelevant. I'm joking, I'm getting mouthy, but uh, I always love to hear people's opinions and especially even if they insult me because I deserve to be insulted because I'm an awful person. Yes, indeed. So why don't we finally take. Oh, no, we're not taking a call because we've got someone else. Um, uh, from JB's number one idol, Rexy, uh, says if Sega would ditch Sonic now and pitch a different mascot, they just make it a monochrome soccer ball, because Football Manager, yeah, Football Manager makes more money than Sega, but anyway, it's time to welcome on our first and only, get, I mean, what, uh, why don't we welcome on a regular who hasn't been on for quite a few weeks now, and welcome to the show, and as always, turn off your radio. So, I'm finally on after all these weeks. Yes, I believe the last time you were on was... Let me look back through the episode list, because now I can't remember. Um, last time you were on would have been... Either off top, uh, off topic, I think it was. You came on on the off-topic show, if I remember correctly. How many weeks ago was that? Almost five. Wow. Yeah, it's been quite a while, but how has Jamie Mr. Wonder Man been? Uh, fine, except uh, I've had this terrible headache for the last two hours listening to a terrible show. Ha, 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 except it hasn't been two hours, it's only been two hours, one hour and twenty, oh, I give up. It's only been one hour and twenty minutes. <laughs> Five weeks is not enough, I definitely agree, Veritex, please leave my show. Fine, there's better shows to come on anyway. Say you Yeah, okay, go on. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what would you like to talk about today? Uh, I can take a wild guess as to uh, what you'd like to talk about today, but go ahead anyway. 
Uh, what's your guess first? Uh, oh, um, is it Rista? Rista? Why Rista? But I'm trying to guess who you would want to come on and talk about on this episode. Mm. Maybe, hmm, Tails? I think it might be Tails. Okay, let's start with Rista. Oh, okay then. Uh, that fact that people still seem to have the... The confusion that Sonic Team works on Rista when they never. Uh, that's because they weren't they credited in the um, they were credited in the game. It was like the credit. No, Sonic Team was never credited in the game. Um, sorry, I'm just typing, and I will look this up. There, there is no, there's n- team. Rista. Rista might have roughly start uh, got the idea from one of the early concepts of Sonic, but Rista itself is not Sonic Team. Um, I'm looking this up. Um, it does, I'm reading the Wikipedia page and it has no mention of it. I'm not saying you're wrong, but Wikipedia is never the most accurate information. But, because uh, I've heard many people say that Sonic Team aren't the real developers, but yet people still go around going, Ristar's my favourite Sonic Team game. <laughs> no, we were, oh, I can believe it was Sega of Japan, not uh, Sonic Team themselves. Yeah, I think it was Sega of Japan, from what I'm seeing. But then people could also have the confusion, because with it being Sega of Japan, Sonic Team, and all that being one whole company, they could have borrowed uh, workers from one team to, or another to work on the project. Definitely right. Anyway, let's get on topic now. So, um, Miles Sonic. Tails Power. Miles Tails Power uh, sucks. That, that's it. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, actually, talk about Sonic now. What would you like to talk about in terms of yeah. Sonic? So, so, obviously, you said your first. Uh, Dealing with Sonic was on the Master System. Yes. Me, like all those other normal people from the 90s, was with the Mega Drive. But I wasn't from the 90s or normal, so that explains my reason. Hmm. Very text, we need to question your son here. But you know I'm not normal, and this is a very awkward and stilted Discord call in for once, which is weird. Uh, I need to get back on track. So, uh, yeah, but. But, but why? <laughs> I don't even know what to say anymore, Jamie. You've thrown me off. It worked. Okay, very good. So uh, anyway, I'll, yeah, okay, I'll right. go back on. Yeah, come. Uh, so my my first team was Sonic was uh, Sonic uh, Sonic Two on the Mega Drive. I feel like that is a fairly common place to start. Most people either say it was Sonic Two or it was Sonic uh, Adventure Two as their starting point. And then it was after that I played Sonic 1 and I found it so, such a difficult game compared to Sonic uh, uh, Sonic 1 because I was used to the spin dash. Again, it, there's not really too many hills, so you don't really need to gain speed in Sonic 1, but you just have to like flat out a lot. And then obviously after that it was, uh, was it? I think I played after that uh, Sonic 1 for the Master System. Oh, what a good game. And then Sonic 2 for the Master System. I, I like Sonic 2, I just wish it didn't start on like the two hardest levels in the game. 
What, uh, Underground Zone and Sky, was it Sky High? I think Sky High is the name, yeah. Because they're like. Underground isn't like too difficult, but the boss is quite difficult. And then Sky High, the hang glider mechanics kill you quite a lot. And if you're playing on like not, if you're not playing on an emulator and on normal hardware, you will most likely game over a lot there on your first few goes. I think a lot of people are like put off playing the Master System games because normally the first Master System one they play Sonic 2, and they just can't beat the first few levels, and they never check out the other ones, which is a shame. Yeah, because they had some good games on the Master System. Definitely. And the Game Gear. Sonic 1 and Sonic Chaos are my personal favourites, but um, they're like Tales Adventure, Sonic Triple Trouble, some very good games, which I think a lot of people overlook, which is a shame, because I honestly, in some cases, prefer them to the uh, Mega Drive games. <laughs> and then, obviously, after all that, Sonic 3. Yeah, uh, we were getting to Sonic 3. I was expecting it. And Sonic 3 contained the best moment in the in video game history, and I'm not saying Ice Cap. Um, Big Arm? <laughs> the, no, the Carnival Night Barrel. The Carnival Night Barrel, the most overhyped, easiest obstacle in any game that everyone gets stuck on. It took me a while at first myself, but when I figured out, I was like, oh, that's so simple. Up and down, up and down. I don't know how, like, when I first played it, I just knew. Like, I hadn't watched any videos or anything. I was just sort of like, huh. So, I, I didn't really get stuck for too long, but I was there and I was like, well, if jumping doesn't do anything, what about pressing the up button? Oh, the up button makes it move. What about the down button? Oh, it makes it move as well. And the thing is, it's not as if you didn't have barrels before that to uh, practice on. Exactly, there are plenty of barrels throughout the stage. It's just that one barrel which requires you to um, that one barrel which requires you to clear it because there's no way to um, skip that one. But at least Ice Cap was a nice treat to the people afterwards. That's very true. Yeah, Ice Cap, and then Launch Base, and then Mushroom Hill. Um, quite good stages. And obviously with Sonic 3 itself, I think the best version still is uh, Sonic 3 Complete. Yeah, I, that's fairly obligatory because, you know, adds back in Big Arm, adds back in a ton of options like playing um, Flying Battery at its intended position in the game. You can also make Flying Battery Night, like in the beta version, I believe. Yep, and you can change uh, Mushroom Hill to Mushroom Valley. Or, it would be so awesome if in Sonic Mania you could play the nighttime version as like an unlockable extra. And then they did the overall thing I liked when, uh, which got remo uh, removed for Knuckles when you did the full game was uh, his opening uh, intro. It takes place in, in the wrong place. <laughs> Actually, I think it makes perfect sense it's starting in Angel Island. Yeah, no, but it takes place in the wrong place like within, within the game. Oh, uh, like m m Mushroom Hell. Yeah, it takes place in Mushroom Hill, despite the fact, you know, you don't start off in Mushroom Hill. But then, in, in a sense, that could actually make sense as well, because Knuckles' story overall was set, apparently, a few days after Sonic's uh, story. Yeah, but still, it makes no sense that he's in, like, Mushroom Hill. When you... Like, he starts in Mushroom Hill, and then he runs all the way back, before you even start the game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And then, what was it, you had the choice, uh, obviously the choice to add the PC version music. Some of which is actually pretty decent with the Mega Drive sound chip. 
Yep. Uh, choosing how you'd like want to go super, how the what music to play is super. Which I actually get pretty fed up with listening to the invincibility theme over I and agree. over. <laughs> At least you can um, remove it, like with uh, game genie codes in the original version. Yeah, other than that, it's press the mute button. Yeah, just mute the TV, which is a shame because I always unlock Supersonic uh, just before I get into Marble Garden, and Marble Garden is my favourite stage theme in Sonic Three. So like, <laughs> you unlock it and then you immediately go Supersonic in the in Marble Garden, and you don't get to listen to any of the awesome music. But I still like the fact that they did Knuckles' story afterwards, where, where I read one article saying it took pl place at the same time, but there was also those notable differences in the zones that showed that Knuckles' story was set after. That's true. So, um, anyway, I guess explain why your favourite game is your favourite game. And I, know, I think I know what it is, but just go ahead and tell everyone anyway so I don't tell them anticlimactically. Sonic 3 is my favourite game. And why is it your favourite game, I would like to know? Because it put in uh, huge level, uh, huge levels compared to Sonic 2. It literally was the same length as Sonic 2. In such, in six uh, biggest uh, zones, it was uh, so the music that, that was pretty much the fair, very first uh, think video game soundtrack I actually liked listening to. But then now, there was me being such a stupid kid and I didn't appreciate music back then. Um, and, oh, and then, and then it was also the ability to lock on to Sonic, uh, Sonic and Knuckles to uh, play as Knuckles in Sonic Three and to make the adventure twice as long. Yay! Double the adventure, double your adventure, double your adventure. But pre pretty much, yeah, I do agree. It, it just it takes the best parts of both games and it takes the length of the first two games and just melds them into one experience and it also has a story which the first two didn't really have and there is another thing which I am assuming from what we've seen of rough bits here and there of Mania it's I'm assuming that Mania's special stages could be based on Sonic 3 that is true because uh, they accidentally posted an image on Facebook I think it was I don't think it was on Twitter it was where they had the um, demo mode playing and it was uh, Blue Spheres in the background. Although I get but the thing that could just be like a little inside joke or something. It could be, but looking like other clips there, in order to access uh, the special stages you need to find giant mins for the, the uh, levels. That is true, but like, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be Sonic 3. It could be an entirely new one, but I... I think Sonic 3 is the logical way to go for Sonic Mania with its whole reinventing the wheel or the Carnival Night wheel in this case. <laughs> but the one thing I did notice seeing that uh, demo in the background was I knew that the uh, special stage they used, which we, probably is a placeholder, I knew it was a wandering med from uh, Sonic 3. Very true. It... The only difference was was the checkered uh, the checkered uh, floor was a different colour and obviously widescreen differences. Mm, yeah. So I mean, I guess go ahead since we don't have anyone else. Least favourite game and reason why. Least favourite game. Mm, that's going to be difficult. And uh, don't go for the troll option. <laughs> go for the real option. Why? Well, what's the troll option? 
just saying that, like, just saying Sonic Adventure just to annoy me. Like, go for your real option. I want to hear your real opinions. Oh no, Sonic Adventure is the best, one of the best 3D games. Yeah, but I thought you'd go for it just to troll me. Oh no, I'm not that. I'm not that bad. I'm not that bitter. I'm just incredibly bitter. <laughs> um, it's difficult. I'd say Sonic Adventure Two. And I would have to agree with you. Why is Sonic Adventure 2 your least favourite game? Pretty much everything you said earlier. They tried to improve on the formula. They uh, pretty much did successfully in Sonic Adventure and just dumbed it down. In some cases, dumbing down a formula can be good, but it's like not the good kind, I feel like. You could take like the parts... That the thing about Adventure is, it worked so well that it didn't need dumbing down. But there are some games in the Sonic franchise which could have used that sort of dumbing down and putting it into a nice little package compared to Adventure, which is a nice wide open box. Yep. And like you said, it was uh, also removing the Adventure fields, which was pretty much what stood out for me uh, with Sonic Adventure. It actually makes you feel like you're going on an adventure rather than Adventure 2, where you're going, oh, I'm in a city, oh, I'm in a forest. Oh, I'm in a pyramid. Now I'm in space for some reason. Oh, Shadow's not... fallen to his death. After killing a giant lizard. Yeah, this, the, the giant lizard pops out of nowhere. Like, uh, you right, mate? <laughs> Pretty much. That's... <laughs> Wait, sorry, can't. But, I, I think you've uh, what most people would say was probably Shadow the Hedgehog, but I still love that game. Yeah, I really enjoy that game as well. The adventure fields in Sonic 1, novel idea for their time, didn't seem to age very well. I'd really have to disagree. I don't think there's anything particularly very wrong with the hub worlds. I think Unleashed definitely did hub worlds better, but like, you can do a lot worse than adventures. They're fairly compact, they're easy to navigate. It's sort of quite clear on what you need to do. But like, there are hub worlds in some games that are just way too big, like, it's really confusing, there are no hints. At least Sonic Adventure has, like, hints in the hub world, like, when you finish a stage you can go and visit Tikal, and Tikal's like, uh, you should head and get the light speed shoes. Now with the light speed shoes, you can light speed dash. Oh, in my case, you get the bracelet first before getting the light speed shoes. That's what I did today. <laughs> I, I get the bracelet a lot before I get the light speed shoes. I never knew you could do it, and I was just born it's, let's try, uh, I got the bracelet, uh, I accidentally glitched into Twinkle Park, ooh, I'm stuck, uh, I accidentally glitched out of Twinkle Park, and the, the uh, the, the train, oh wait, sorry, done. and the train staff are on, on strike even though the station's open. <laughs> you can play the, uh, Twinkle Park, you can play Twinkle Park as, like, the very first stage, can't you, if I remember correctly? No, be well. Actually, you prob probably because, could because because you can get the light speed shoes before you even go to Emerald Coast. So by that logic, could you not clip into the um? Y you can clip into the manhole because obviously you need to get the light speed shoes from there. So if you can clip into the manhole, then you can probably clip into uh, Twinkle Park. Yep. The thing is that I wasn't purposely clipping into Twin Twinkle Park. It just sort of happened. <laughs> yeah. I was just bored playing with Sonic, seeing how high I can spin, spin dash and make him jump, and it's, oh, I clipped into Twinkle Park. Oh, why the hell not? <laughs> okay, right, one quick thing before I end this off. Uh, Rexy says, you can't do a lot worse than Adventures, Sonic 06. Um, I know you obviously like Sonic 06, but the hub balls in Sonic 06 are atrocious. They're way too big and difficult to navigate, like... 
everything looks the same in Sonic 06's hub worlds. They're not atrocious, that's that's a feature. <laughs> the map everything, system is a feature. Everything people think one with Sonic uh, Sonic 06 is a feature. It's not uh, a Sonic bug. It's a Sonic can walk upside down, that's a feature. He can glitch through the world, that's a feature. He can defy gravity, that's another feature. I bet you didn't know this, but did you know that from the original concept of Sonic the Hedgehog 1 was that he was actually going to stand on top of loops? I bet you didn't know this, but it's a very secretive fact that Sonic team don't want you to know. And I'm glad they didn't go of it because that's a terrible feature. Uh, and it totally wasn't a made-up feature at all, and not sarcasm, that's the important thing. And just one final quick thing, when you said it was comparing it to the Hub, hub Worlds to Unleashed, I still don't roughly know what you're talking about, because my Hub Worlds was, oh, select this on the menu, <laughs> The text-based the menus. <laughs> I've never actually experienced Unleashed on the console, so my Hub World experience, select this, select that, oh, now I'm in a different place, oh boy. Yeah, that was my first experience with Unleashed as well, but since I got the 360 version, I fell in love. And now finding out Dimps didn't do do anything about that, it's... Yeah, they just... Why? Wait, sorry. Why? I, keep, I was going to say, why Sega? Why? But, yeah, it, it was Sega, which people seem to get confused about, but... Um... Um... Sorry, I can't speak, but like, um... They were basically just brought in to overview the development, but everyone gives them credit as being the creators of the game. But they didn't basically do anything, it was all Sonic Team. For once they did it, they did the terrible jobs themselves. Dimps are like the Tales of Sonic Adventure. Dimps Which think they did everything to, to impact the story and they didn't do anything. It's weird with Dimps, they can't make great console games for Sonic, but they can make the best handheld games. Pretty much. <laughs> anyway, Jamie, thank you so much for coming on the show. Do you have any final things you'd like to say before I drag you back to the chill out of Doom? Yeah, before I came on, I thought this was the Sunday fun day. Yes, it is the Sunday fun day. Um, the names line up quite closely, and that was a complete mistake, because I only listened to Sunday fun day once before making the Dreamcast Hour. Which then you decided to add a chill out. Yeah, <laughs> I, I apologise, Andy. <laughs> it was weird. We was like, we were really good friends, but yeah, I didn't listen in to the Sunday Fun Day. I should have known. And very Texas posted his godly collection of Sonic Master System games. Good on you. Anyway, Jamie, thank you so much for coming on the show. Do you want to like scream like I does, or do you just want to leave casually? Uh, I'll just say thank you for having me after so long, and. Uh... I wonder. I just hope next week's topic's going to be a good one. Uh, spoilers. It's non. It's off topic. Off topic. Then you just really suck. I know. Yeah. Uh, and before you go, I just have one thing to say. Yep. Hey, Jamie. Long time no yeah. see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's I'm not it, doing. <laughs> that's it. Right. See you later, Jamie. See ya. <laughs> Sorry, that was a rather extended Discord call in, but Jamie had a lot to say, and I had a lot to say as well, and um, if you'd like to be featured on a future Discord call in, all you have to do is join radiose.ga forward slash Discord, have a microphone, and join the chill out voice room. Uh, Veritex says, Topical Resort, aka Jamie Resort. I don't know, lately it's been the 20 Resort, but uh, the 20 Resort has been on retirement this week. But anyway, I'm going to get on to the Toppy Mix segment, and what is the Toppy Mix? It is a 
it is a block of three tracks. One track is a Sega track not relating to the topic of the episode, another one is a remix relating to the topic of the episode, and another one is a non-Sega track not relating to the topic of the episode. So as always, we're going to start off with obligatory Japanese song from Hatsune Miku Project Mirai DX. This is Lots of Laugh, because English doesn't exist on the topical resort. Let's get scratching. Yeah. <laughs> 
And welcome back to the Topical Resort, right here on Radio Sega, and I'm laughing at something that I said in the chat, because we were talking about Awful Generations remixes, and uh, then this comes on. Um, I'm, I'm so sorry. I don't even remember who made this. <laughs> I'm going to have to look this up now, because I feel really bad. Uh, Sonic Generations... Wow. Yeah, there's, there's a serious lack of good remixes for Tropical Resort. Um, we're going to need some good remixes for Tropical Resort. Um, is it this one? I don't think it is this one. Oh no, this is the official version, I think. Wait, no, it is. Oh no, this is a fan version. Sorry. Uh, oh, YouTube, you're throwing me off here. Ah. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, um, what you just heard there was from Hover. Also, a uh, Hideki Naganuma track from Hover. Yeah, the, the Jet Set Radio guy, him, yeah. Uh, Never Forever, Tony had a go at me for not playing Heaven Up, and um, Heaven Up, and my answer is I'll play it next week, because we have an off-topic episode next week, as I mentioned to Jamie, um, so you got that to not look forward to, I guess, for next week, um, before that was from Marvin Van... Va- I, can't, I can't even read today... Valentin, that was My Frozen Gallery, a remix of... Frozen Factory from Sonic Lost World, that was from the Speeding Through Ages, Speeding for Adventure album from OC Remix, which released yesterday, and uh, I'm not a big fan. Uh, it's very hit and miss in places, but um, um, I don't really know what to say. It's not even an adventure album, despite having, you know, adventure in the name. There's literally one song from Sonic Adventure on the entire album. The rest of it is all classic remixes, and I've made my opinion clear on classic remixes throughout the show. I need to get a wriggle on, because I've just noticed the time. Um, before that, from Hatsune Miku Project Diva, Mi- oh, sorry, Project Mirai DX, that was lots of laugh, because English does not exist. So, um, before we go, let's read some chat. Todd says, Jet Set Radio, what's that? This is Sonic's day, silly. You mean the Sonic Rush guy? Yeah, the Sonic Rush guy, just everyone knows him from Jet Set Radio more than Sonic Rush. And Jamie says, we still need to feel the power from Naganuma. That might be on tomorrow, not tomorrow. That might be on next show, maybe, who knows. But before we go, I'm going to leave you with one last salty opinion. I'm joking, guys. Uh, in response to the topical thesis, no idea how Sega feels about Sonic, but I am uninterested in further mediocre Sonic games. And uh, just to top it off, Fantasy Star 5, please. And with that, I'm going to end the show. So, from me, Green Viper 8, I'd like to say thank you for all showing up to the resort. We had we had a high turnout in ticket prices, in ticket sales, I meant. But the ticket prices were quite high as well. But I want to thank you so much for showing up to Sonic's birthday. Um... It'll be back to normal, boring, topical resort next week. I know, right? Yay! But it's me signing off here, Green Vibrate from the Topical Resort. Thank you so much for listening. I'm going to leave you with my favourite vocal theme from the entire series. This is from the original Sonic Adventure, not the Sonic Adventure 2 version. From the original Sonic Adventure, this is It Doesn't Matter, theme of Sonic Story. I've been Green Vibrate, thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you on another episode of the Topical Resort. But for now, enjoy the music.
Enjoyed the show? Check out the full Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.